Oh yeah, I'm back. What's up, man? It's your favorite librarian. Welcome to the Urban Librarian Podcast. On this week's shelf, we have Butterfly 4 by Ashley Antoinette. All right, so naturally, the first thing that people want to know is, what's your star rating for this book? I gave the book four stars. Ashley answered questions in this story, and she resolved some problems. And that's something that I can appreciate. However, she created some new problems, and that is part of the reason for the rating because I just feel like Sus could have ended the series with this book, but she chose not to, or these characters said, no, nah, we ain't done. You finna write another one for us. So it's either one of the two, but nevertheless, we're going to have a B5. Also, another reason for the rating is the ending. I just thought it could have been better. Like, MFs was arguing the whole book, so why that particular argument slash conversation was the stopping point? I would have either liked for her to end it earlier, like at another dramatic, traumatic point in time, or maybe later, like elaborate a little bit past that last argument to give us something more, because that just seems so normal, like I would have wanted it to be a little different. But let's talk about how B5 is what stands in the way of all of us getting the bloom. Like, I know I'm not the only one that's excited for Bella and Henny. When I think of this whole series as a collective, I think of Power, the TV franchise. Similar to how 50 is making a Power universe, Ashley has made an ethic universe. Most TV fans are very excited for Tommy's spinoff. That's how I am, like I said, for Bella and Henny. Because that's the damn series that I'm waiting on. Now, I believe Ash has already started writing it. And don't quote me on this, but I think she said she had at least three or four books outlined for Bloom. So, I'm just I'm just ready to get to it. I'm ready to get it started, okay? Ready. In my review on Goodreads, I said, your heart is going to go through some things when you read this book. It's going to break. It's going to flutter. It's going to tighten. And it's going to drop. I'm going to walk y'all through the journey of my heart reading this book, okay? So, if you have not, Red Butterfly 4. Stop listening to this episode now. Save it for later. Go and cop the book. Go and ask your mama, sister, cousin, daddy, husband, bae, whoever for a copy. And then come back and listen to this once you done read this amazing story. Now, Henny and Bella's storyline is what broke my damn heart. Oh, it was like watching a slow death. So heart-wrenching, y'all, and torturous. It's one of those things like you know it's bound to happen, but you're still not ready for it. At this case being dismissed and Messiah's case completely dropped, I was like, okay, now, maybe all three of them can escape the situation. Maybe ethic visiting the judge and scaring him half to death was going to work. Or maybe Bash's reach and influence ain't as long as he thinks, right? Because the possible 15-year bid was just a lot to just process. I'm like, no, I can't see him doing no 15. But then the damn lawyer gave me hope with the three-year bid. And I'm thinking, I don't like three years, but three is better than 15. So imagine when I read that my boy was sentenced to seven years with eligibility for parole in five. I'm still so hurt by that. I'm like, why though? Like, why? The time hurt me. The fact that he won't be the same, like when he when he come home. The fact that he had to leave or lose Bella. The fact that Bella is going to be internally hurting for a long time. Broke my heart. 
To be honest, I was Bella at 17, and I was prepared to do 10 years with a boy. So I understood her saying she would change her life to make sure she was there for him. But now I'm older, and I understand what Effie coming from. When he said, Bella not riding a dime for nobody's son. I'm like, okay, now she ain't going to understand that because she's young. But as she get older, she's going to appreciate Effie for even telling her that. I also apply Henny for doing the unselfish thing as hard as it was. I know it was hard for him to walk away from Bella. Ooh, child, let me stop talking about it because that one, it's just hard for me. My heart fluttered when Mo finally chose between Messiah and me. Even though I am Team Messiah, I'm going to always be there. He be pissing me off, but I'm Team Messiah for sure. When Morgan made that choice, I was like, look at her, being honest with herself about her feelings. My heart fluttered again when the therapist made Messiah realize that he might just love Blue. Now, the next time my heart fluttered, and y'all gonna think I'm crazy for this, but I'm gonna say it. When the crew had that gangster party with Bash, oh, I, oh, I was hyped. I was like, yeah, come on, it's about time. I was so happy, y'all, Bash. Man, he needed to go. It was time for him to go. It has been a long time coming. I'm surprised he made it this long, this far. He should have been gone. But when I say I celebrated hard then, my chest tightened when Alani's stupid ass tripped and fell. I'm like, see, if your pregnant goofy ass would just stop tripping off Yaya and be confident in your position, you wouldn't have never been in this situation. You done got all freaked out. Now, that you might have harmed your baby when you could have just chilled from Jump Street. But when she fell, I was like, dang, bruh, not again. Thankfully, Ash did show some mercy. But my chest tightened again when Morgan had that panic attack in the mall over the red Converse. I was like, dang, sis just always triggered. And, you know, she really went through a lot these last two books. Like, with Bash, and you know I got to give my honorable mention. My chest always tightened when Bash, when I, whenever I saw his name on the page, my chest tightened, especially when he was physically and sexually violent. Ugh, it was just pure disgust for him. But now, whenever I see his name, I smile, y'all, with pure joy because bye-bye. They got him the F out of here. So happy for that. Yes, love to see it. Lastly, what made my heart drop? Alani finally giving birth but possibly dying from childbirth? Sus has been pregnant for the entire series, damn near, only to die? I'm like, nah, Ash ain't gonna do it like that. Even the whole book, Alanya has been like, what the family gonna be like without Effie? Only to get to the end, and he might have to wonder what the family gonna be like without her. I'm just hoping that Ashley writes that she lives because, once again, Effie would have lost another woman to death. Child, this series is just, deep like when you sit back and think and put things into perspective you just be like damn but we gonna find out if Alani made it in b5 and we gonna find out some more stuff too because we still gotta see what Issa gonna do without Mika around is Mika going to Vegas or is he gonna try to pay Hawk back the money what's gonna be the fallout of Bash's death of course I need an update on Henny and what is going to happen between Messiah, Mo, and Meek since Messiah has told Morgan that he basically passed her off? Y'all let me know what y'all think. And y'all need to let me know what y'all looking forward to learning about MB5. Hit up my bookstagram page, slide in my DM, leave a comment under the post. Y'all know where to find me and y'all know what to do. Thank y'all for listening and I'll holler at y'all later.